Welcome to Sister Scriptorians, where we are devoted to learning, likening, and lifting others one principle at a time. Episode 54, Cry Much Unto the Lord. Hello, welcome to the Sister Scriptorians podcast. Uh, so <laughs> this past week, I broke my arm. What a bummer, right? Who has time for a broken arm? I think like once you're past, I don't know, second grade, it's just a bummer. <laughs> So that has made this week tricky and will make this podcast short and sweet and to the point. And maybe you're saying hallelujah. I don't know. But anyways, I was going to just give myself a pass and not do it this week. And then I had an opportunity. I had time free up and I thought, you know, let's get her done. So welcome to the podcast. So we are in 2 Nephi chapter 5. And Nephi has a problem, and he has taken it to the Lord, and his prayers are not being answered right away. And how do we know this? Well, the scriptures say that I, Nephi, did cry much unto the Lord my God. And why is he crying unto the Lord? What is his problem? Well, it's the anger of his brethren. So meanwhile, while Nephi is practicing faith and he is crying much unto the Lord, the anger of his brothers just continue to increase. In other words, his problem continues to escalate. Just because he was praying, his problems were not being solved right away. They weren't being taken away. And his brothers were getting angrier and angrier to the point that they sought to take away his life again. Their complaints against Nephi were that he was trying to rule over them and that they had had much trial because of him. I would love to know more about that. We know how they had caused trials for Nephi and Lehi. I'd love to know how they feel like their brother was making their life difficult. I mean, perhaps the whole leaving Jerusalem argument, but we are so way past that. But maybe we're not. And maybe they continue to still blame him despite the spiritual manifestations that they had had. And when we get to the verse, verse 4, and the scriptures say that it sufficeth me to say that they did seek to take away my life. That tells me that perhaps these plans were just not in the planning stages but that perhaps violence was happening and being carried out. I don't know. It's the wording, they did seek to take away my life. And all the while, Nephi is crying unto the Lord. Where was the Lord? Why didn't he put a stop to Nephi's sufferings? Nephi was asking. He was seeking the Lord's counsel. He was turning to the Lord. The Lord knew the decisions that Laman and Lemuel would make. He knew where it was going to end. He knew that they would choose to be rebellious. And he also knew that he would eventually need to separate Nephi's group. Nephi's group being those who believed in the warnings and the revelations of God in contrast to Laman and Lemuel's group of those who did not. 
But again, it is interesting the way God works. And it is so important for us to understand his workings so that we can apply it to our lives and not lose faith and trust and hope in him. The Lord does not do something until it is absolutely necessary, until choices have been made by those who need to make choices, until agency is used, until opportunity even is given to repent. And then and only then does the Lord then answer Nephi's prayers. And then he warns Nephi to depart from them. And Nephi does. He flees into the wilderness. And that use of the word flee illustrates in my mind the need that Nephi had to act promptly. To act promptly upon the prompting that he finally received. I think there are times in our life when we pray so dearly for relief or for an answer to what we seek. And that relief or that answer eludes us for what feels to us a really long time. It might even feel like it's dangerously long. Because meanwhile, the storms swirl around us and they threaten our peace to destroy. And our circumstances may seem to increase against us so much so that we feel that we will be overtaken by what we're enduring. And during this time, we might ask questions, where is God? Where is his mercy? Where is his love? Where is his abundant goodness that he promises? Where is his protection? And what would he have me do that I'm not already doing so that I might have these blessings of answer to prayer poured out upon me? There are times that I sort of wish that obedience bought comfort and that efforts towards building a relationship with God then brought me personal ease. (laughs) I don't know. Do you experience that? I know I have to fight that natural man belief in me, that immaturity, that spiritual immaturity in me, because I also want being faithful to elevate me above adversity. But like all good rewards that are worth having. I can't skip the effort required in order to obtain the reward that I seek after. I want to feel worthy of that reward. And Nephi and his followers, according to the perfect wisdom in God, were required to put forth great effort, much prayer. I believe probably faith that everything was happening as it should trusting and exercising that trust that God is in control and that God would not forsake his children that are relying upon him and being obedient and that he will eventually keep his promises. And perhaps there were even some fence sitters at this time who needed a time to be tutored by the spirit so that they would be prepared to flee when the warning came. God who is capable at looking at all of those factors and meeting all of the needs of his children perfectly was working within his perfect timing. 
In verse 6, it says, I, Nephi, did take my family, and also Zoram and his family, and Sam, my elder brother, and his family, and Jacob and Joseph, my younger brethren, and also my sisters, and all those who would go with me. We have that loyal friend Zoram, who married the eldest daughter of Ishmael. We have Sam and his family, and we have Jacob and Joseph, who Lehi, before he died, he told them to stay with their brother Nephi, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're choosing right. And we also have mention here of sisters. We don't know if they came out of Jerusalem, or if they too were born in the wilderness like Jacob and Joseph were. But we know here from this scripture that Nephi's sisters were part of those who chose to follow he who received the warnings and the revelations of God. And Nephi also says that he took all of those who would go with him, which tells me that there are possibilities that there could have been some families that were broken apart in this separation. Perhaps some of them were Laman and Lemuel's children or the sons of Ishmael's children. We don't know for sure. We sometimes assume that it was a clean cut or a clean parting of ways along family lines. However, the venomous anger that would last for centuries, which results from this separation, well, it wouldn't surprise me if the decision to stay or leave wasn't nicely decided based on which family you belonged to that there might have been some personal loss, some personal betrayals that occurred that made it hurtful and worth warring over. There may be some personal wisdom, I think, that we can gain from the Spirit just by contemplating these first few verses in chapter 5 and inserting ourselves and our needs and our circumstances into these scriptures Some of us may be growing weary while calling upon the Lord, but perhaps to see how Nephi also had to be patient. The prophet of God had to be patient during tumultuous times. As we study that and apply it to ourselves, maybe it will give us stronger backbones and more enduring knees to keep waiting and to be ready to act when that answer comes and to even know it's coming. Some of us may be experiencing persecution because of our faith, and then observing the courage of Nephi may tutor us on how we can be courageous ourselves. Or perhaps we're trying to make a decision between those we love and what we know to be true. And as we continue to read on in this chapter about the happiness that awaits the people of Nephi who loved the Word of God so much that they made that hard decision to follow. Well, maybe that will give us the courage, the faith to follow God, to believe him even when you have questions, even when not everything is laid out in front of you, whatever your personal circumstance is. I ask you this week to just commit, to see it through faithfully, and to trust God that he is a God who is more than capable in being in control of things. Sister Scriptorians, ask for Heavenly Father to reveal to you some of the mysteries of His ways 
so that you can better understand how He is working in your life. Ask Him to help you find the courage and strength to be one of those who desires to follow the warnings and the revelations of God by even following the prophet of God. Have a good day.